0: If today's guest needs any introduction, you're probably at the wrong show. Locked on Women's Basketball with Aaliyah Boston starts now. Ogumba Walden for the win. You are Locked on Women's
1: Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball.
0: Happy Wednesday. I'm your host, Howard Megdahl. I want to welcome you to Locked on Women's Basketball and thank you for making us your first listen every day. Over 160,000 of you showed up for us in October alone. It's what happens when we show up for you six days a week. And so I thank you for making us your first listen. It is, of course, not just me. It is the incredible Group over at the next thenexthoops.com, where we have a reporter covering every single WNBA team. We cover across the college basketball landscape. Thenexthoops.com, over a hundred reported pieces every single month. Make sure you are subscribing and joining the coverage with the urgency that the women's game deserves. And My goodness, we have written the name Aaliyah Boston a lot through the years. I've had the privilege of covering Aaliyah throughout her collegiate career into the pros. I I mean, it's so hard for me as a stat nerd to try and isolate the numbers that best encapsulate what your rookie season was for the Indiana Fever. But I looked it up and I really I, I love the win shares because it's sort of this catch all stat that gives you a sense of what your value is at both ends of the floor. And so I'm just going to read this list. This is a list of win shares higher among rookies ever in the history of this league than your 2023. Cynthia Cooper, Tamika Catchings, Yolanda Griffith, Candace Parker, Alina Deladon. End of list. End of list. And so that, to me, captures something that I think right away we saw, and you talked about actually on the broadcast this weekend, which is that South Carolina prepared you for this role. Take me through how much this season one lived up to your expectations. Yeah,
1: this season was honestly, it was amazing, like all around it it was an amazing rookie season, and you like listing off that list was honestly something like so special. I've actually never. Heard that uh, before, that list before, so that was really special to hear. But I mean, this season was great. I felt like I was able to grow as a person, as a player find my voice um, in this league as a rookie. So I'm really excited about that. But I think throughout this entire season, like I was able to see myself grow, but also my team, like we grew on and off the court and we continued to get better as the games went on. So I was really excited about that. And top it off, you know, winning rookie of the year was like one of my goals and it was something that I wanted. And so to be able to do that as well was just a blessing from God. And I was super excited by how this season turned out.
0: I will be honest. I don't think I've ever had an easier vote I've had to cast in any election. <laughs> the Twenty-three rookie of the year. This was a very challenging year, and there were a lot of great performances in a lot of areas. That one did not take up much of my time. It was, okay, it was really yes. Fun. I'm so glad. That makes me so happy. It was very easy. So let's drill down into it. We're in. Uh, The first part of the show, talk about how and why you got there. Uh, Segment two, we're going to talk a lot about the Aaliyah Boston brand, because I'm fascinated to see the ways in which that is happening already. And, you know, ahead of schedule is kind of the way I think is easiest to talk about. And I want to start with efficiency. And this is something you and I talked about during your South Carolina days, where you said, all right, look, when three players aren't guarding you at all times, What is efficiency going to look like? And so for the listeners at home, I know you know this, but (laughs) you looked at what you were as a senior in college, you were at 67.9% around the rim. I mean, just virtually automatic. And then you say, all right, well, look, you go to the pros, you're going up against bigger bigs on a consistent basis, night in and night out. Well, that's going to drop, right? Especially as you're finding... No, 71.1% around the rim as a rookie. And so I I guess there's two parts to it. There's pace and there's size. What I've always admired, I think, most about your game is that you make people play at your pace, not the other way around. But then there's also just the question of how strong you are, how strong you've been, that you had a pro body as a freshman in college. Just take me through how those two things have coalesced for you in this pro game, going up against the best centers in the world. Yeah, I think you said it yourself, just me having the patience. I think that's the really important
1: part of it is adding patience to that because I honestly, sometimes I catch myself rushing. Like I catch myself just trying to go quickly. And I think that happened in my college days, especially when there was doubles or triples coming out. I was like, I have to go quicker. And, And that sometimes would mess up. My percentages around the rim especially because i'm trying to get it up there but honestly it just took some time like it really took a lot of time my senior years i think where it really slowed down and i was able to control that control my patience control um, my poise when it comes to being around the rim and so when i got here in the league i was like okay I just have to stick with that. Stick with that mindset. Don't get sped up, even though they're bigger. But I think something about me is I love to pivot. Like, I'm a pivoter. I will go up. I'll go under. I'll squeeze through. Like, like, that's just kind of how I've always been. And so coming into the league, I was like, I'm just not going to change what I've been doing and what's been working for me. And so just understanding that it's okay. Take your time. Finish. Just be persistent on the glass. And I think that's just helped me throughout this entire rookie season.
0: It shows, obviously, at the numbers. It also shows in another number that I love, and Synergy provides this one. It's points per possession. And this is not just rookies. This is the entire league. Points per possession, you were tied for third at 1.065 points per possession with somebody people might be familiar with, Brittany Greiner. You know only Jackie Young and Asia Wilson ahead of you in this number. Again, they've played in the league for years, right? You're doing this as a rookie. I, the thing I go back to, and this it, I'm having deja vu to be honest with you, to your your freshman season as a college player is that when this is the floor, it's almost impossible to kind of get a sense of what the ceiling might look like. Does a this feel like the floor for you at the pro level, and b How do you set those goals for yourself? When again, the standard that you're coming in on is already so high. Yeah, I mean, just think about... How, like,
1: what do I, the stands I set for myself, I mean, I always reach, I always reach for the top. I think that's my goal. I, and it's, it's always because I never want to get too comfortable, you know, like coming into, especially this year, I was like, you know, we have a lot of talented rookies, but I want rookie of the year. Like that is something that I want. I wrote it down. I prayed on it. And and honestly, when you're able to do that, write down your goals, write down what you want to accomplish. It makes you work harder because you see it. You're able to see it. You're able to look at it consistently. You're like, you know what, no matter what, all the work I'm putting in This is why I am trying to get to these specific goals. I think this was a great, a great baseline for me. Definitely uh, coming in, being able to um, put up great numbers, put, be very efficient because now it's like, now you have to be consistent with that while also expanding your game. So I think that's, that's super exciting. And that's
0: what I'm building towards. And that's a perfect segue into my next question, which, and again, I, you know, listeners at home know this. I've, I've been with you for a long time. We've been doing this podcast for years and uh, I've been covering this sport a minute. When I'm talking about these terms when we're talking about these heights, there's not the conversation with everyone, but that's not what Aaliyah Boston is doing listeners. And so it's important that we pay attention to this. It is very important that we pay attention to this. And so I want to highlight the other part of your game that you have, Talk to me about since you were a freshman, and that is being a three level scorer is something that mattered to you from the beginning. It's something that, again, Dawn Staley, who prepares her players like few coaches I have ever seen, was talking about from day one. And your mid range game was a huge factor. And right away, again, we're going back who's de- who's defending you Bigger bits who's defending yes. you in the league if you're throwing threes and fours at you when you're throwing some double teams at you there's still bigger threes and fours and i say yeah. that because you shot north of 47% from 3 to 10 feet out 10 to 16 feet out even 41% from 16 to three point range in other words not just from beyond the arc where you were a 40% shooter from day 1 here but also at that mid range How much and how much was that the focus as you got to this lead? about, look, I'm going to finish at the rim the way I have been, but making sure that they can't sag off on me when I'm playing at that level either. Yeah, absolutely. That that was the mindset, especially leading up to the league. Um, I think like freshman year of
1: college, you know, I was very much back to the basket. Um, and then I, there was like one game I just started shooting mid range, and it was kind of like, okay, just be comfortable in doing that because it's not like Coach Daly will ever say don't shoot it. You know, like she always wants you to expand your game because she knows what it takes to get to the next level. What you have to be able to do. So coming into this year, I was like, I have to be able to knock down that shot, or else it's going to be long nights. It's going to be very long nights going up against the best bigs in the world. And I think part of me was like, I don't, I don't want that all the time. It's okay to be able to step out and make them have to guard because I think that that makes it harder for them. It's either I shoot it or maybe I can go past them or make the right pass out of that mid range area. And I think it's really just helping expand my game when it comes to seeing the floor better too. I catch it out there. I might not have to take the shot. I can attack or I can pass. So I've just been glad that I'm able to just develop that shot and um, and just be consistent with it. I think that's the biggest part, just staying consistent with whatever that you're working
0: on. It It is a consistency that, frankly, has blown me away. I'm excited to talk more about what direction that goes in in segment two because there's a lot to the Aaliyah Boston story still to be written. So we're going to talk about that in segment two. But first, very excited to talk to you guys about eBay Motors. And eBay Motors is sponsoring us a, a part of a show over at Locked On Fantasy Basketball that is really interesting to me. We have uh, the great Josh Lloyd who talks about the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So, whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week they provide some players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Uh, this is at the NBA, which is the um, WNBA offseason uh, offshoot, I think, uh, as, as I understand. So, Josh Floyd has some names for you. Skylar Mays is somebody he's looking at this week. Uh, Jacob Gilliard has been starting for the Grizzlies. But I'm going to spend a little time talking about Kyle Lowry. Uh, I do have to get one thing straight. Kyle Lowry, among other things, uh, has been known at times as North Philly's finest. We just have to be clear about that. No, Don Staley is North Philly's finest. <laughs> we got nothing against Kyle Lowry, who I was privileged to cover uh, back during his Villanova days. But, you know. There is a Dawn Staley way in North Philadelphia for a reason, but Kyle Lowry is giving hope to all of us who are a little bit older. He's age 37 and he's come and started for the Miami heat. So far this year, they have needed him to step up due to some injuries and he's already shooting 42.9% from three on 4.2 attempts for a game. So he's given fantasy players, some opportunities to get some additional points. Now, Again, I said this is brought to you by eBay Motors, and it's important to think about eBay Motors as the way to know how to fix your car. I am not an expert in how to fix my car. I am a big fan of eBay Motors. They have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, so you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it for your car. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it is guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you are burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So we're back in segment two talking about everything, Aaliyah Boston, it's very hard to get to everything that you're doing. I mean, between USA basketball, between broadcasting, between what we have coming up ahead. um, But where I want to start is just take me through the way you are thinking big picture about building your brand heading into 2024. I was delighted to see the broadcasting news that you're going to be commentating. I uh, love seeing you on the broadcast this past weekend against Maryland, even though that was just a guest spot. But, like, <laughs> what, what, what are like the most exciting parts of that for you as you think about what's next? I'm um, just thinking about
1: building my brand in general. I think it's just about doing stuff that I enjoy, that I'm passionate about. I think having passion for something is going to take take you the long way with it because you're going to enjoy doing it. Um, and also just continuing to build generational wealth. I think that's super important. So all the things that I'm looking to do, and even down to broadcasting, you know, just continuing to build that up so I can have a long career with that, being able to to be on 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 air and talk about basketball, I think that's been my biggest thing. Especially when it comes to broadcasting, I've always thought about thought about doing it. Like I always said, you know, when whenever the ball stops bouncing, I want to make sure that I have a career where I can continue to talk about it. And I'm glad that I'm able to start that right right away. Literally right after rookie season's over, I'm I'm gonna be on air talking about basketball, and I'm super excited because I'm very passionate about basketball. I love it. I love it. I watch it continuously, and so to be able to talk about it, that's that's pretty fun.
0: As a point of privilege, I'm just going to point this out to our listeners. I've always not only been able to cover you, but I've been able to learn from you. And that's something that really means a lot to me as I get to do that. And so the fact that viewers are able to do that as well is no small feat for everyone, yourself included. But you said something about generational wealth too. And that is so interesting to me. We talked a little bit about Dawn and the way in which she prepares players for what comes next on the floor. But tell me about what those conversations are like, where the two of you are going through the way in which you can make best use of your basketball years and set yourself up for the long-term. I know it's a focus of hers as well.
1: Yeah, so it it actually started prior to even NIL becoming a thing, just flat out. I mean, Coach Saley would talk to us on the entire team about saving your money. I remember when I came on my visit, literally she was, we were sitting down with my parents and she was like, you know, I think one of the biggest things that you guys just need to focus on is when you get your cost of attendance checks, when when you get this, like, don't be quick to spend it. And come, she was quick to find out I am not a crazy spender. And so she was like, I don't have to worry about that. But just having that conversation as a 17 year old looking at her future home, for four years, understanding that a coach wants me to be able to save so that when I get out of college, I am already ahead, ahead, of, um, ahead of the program. And then when NIL came about, I mean, Coach Daly was on it. Our parents, I don't know how many Zoom calls our parents had with financial advisors, with with agents just talking, just because she was like, I want you guys to be able to understand what's happening in this NIL space, in the financial space, getting money managers. Like, Coach Daly was on it. And so once she, you're able to set yourself up with someone, they continue to talk to you about, okay, this is our plan for building generational wealth. This is what you should be investing in. This is what you should be putting aside. This is how much you should be spending. Like, I mean, the full breakdown is there. And I think I'm just so appreciative of that because it kept us ahead of the curve. Even, even just with NIL just beginning, it kept us ahead of the curve. Like, I know my mom would call me. She'd be like, Aliyah, I just got off that Zoom code daily set up for us. And this is what we have to do. This is our plan. This is where we need to put our money. And I'm like, girl girl, you're moving so fast, but I'm there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And that doesn't stop now, even in the league. And I think it's even better because now I have everyone. Like I have the full setup when it comes to the money managing, having all my plans about what I want to do. My agents are great. And so just being able to have all of this right now as, as a rookie coming out, it's like, wow, I already feel like I'm set up for everything, set up for life.
0: It's so significant and such a beautiful change in the women's game compared to even just a few years ago where so many players had to essentially build the plane while they're flying the plane. And, and And it isn't it isn't a reasonable expectation for anyone. So to hear that makes me feel wonderful about the direction that we're seeing the league, we're seeing the sport go into as well. Um, yes. I, I did. I, I do have to say, you know, obviously South Carolina losing you um, to the pros. I'm assuming, you know, the program is collapsed. And, uh, <laughs> now-
1: nope, it is the complete opposite. They are looking so great. We were at their game yeah. and they were killing it. We were over there cheering. We were so happy for them. They look so good. They look okay. so great.
0: What would they have won by if you'd played? They'd be Maryland by 38. Uh, of, oh, I don't crazy.
1: know, but I can't even imagine because they right they were on fire. I was like, damn, they are hitting on every cylinder. They look but, good.
0: Yeah, well, the other part about it and was so interesting to me was the pace at which the South Carolina's played yes. games. right? You know, 83 possessions per game you guys are 16th and I can still call it you guys right because I know you're not technically we're still part of the program I still am Carolina <laughs> for life I know and so you know to, to be playing so much faster any part of you like missing that you know how much fun would that have been? it
1: is. I told coach Daly actually I after their first game against Notre Dame yeah. I was like oh I was like girl I am so glad I left I was like those girls look like they're moving fast. I was like, I might've been at half court and they already scored the layup. I'm like, oh, I've been a defensive presence. That's, that's all I got. But I, and she was laughing. She thought it was so funny, but they look like they are moving. I think that's the biggest thing for them is just continuing to push pace. Cause all of them can run, all of them can shoot. And it's just, it's a great, great look.
0: It, it is really fascinating to see. And, and again, I want to talk more about the way in which that's worked with the fever as well in that transition. But yes, I, I think reports of South Carolina's demise have been uh, <laughs> exaggerated. So we're gonna talk more about that in segment three as we wrap up and get into what 2024 looks like. And we'll we'll, we'll envision it together because I'm trying to get my mind around all of it, but be right back really? with Alita Boston. Uh, but first, Excited to talk to you guys about Ibotta, and Ibotta is doing a really interesting thing that you guys ought to know about, I-B-O-T-T-A. Just want to have that for you up top. This year, Ibotta is giving cash back for your Thanksgiving shopping and making sure your Thanksgiving feast is complete. So for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on Thanksgiving. You add your offers in the app to redeem it for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. So download the Ibotta app now and use the code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Again, I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use the code LOCKED. I also want to take a moment to tell you guys about What Locked On is doing across our network, they have launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, including us, plus your national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe for the first ever national sports streaming channel. So as we're heading into 2024, Aliyah, you, you had the opportunity, obviously, to be in USA Camp. You have the opportunity to be thinking about everything from the Olympics to your broadcasting career to year two with Indiana. And so I'm to start with Indiana and, and build out because you're in market. And again, we keep seeing that. We keep seeing Indiana Fever players sticking around in market, building the community, Take me through the way in which you're building your life in Indiana, which I know is a new place for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty nice. I I love that in the offseason I'm able to come back um, and be within the community because I think that's the biggest part. I mean, Indiana is, basketball world is crazy. Everyone comes out and they support no matter what. And so to be able to be in the community during the offseason, I think that's even better because they're able to see you for who you are and you're also able to see them, you know? And for me, I was able to talk with some kids while I was here on this trip about some of their entrepreneurship ideas. And it got me really excited because I was like, whoa, some of these kids are really, really creative. Like I could not imagine thinking about some of the cool ideas that they have. Um, And so it just makes me super excited for the future. But I think it's also important for them to say, oh wow, we had a professional player here. We're able to talk through ideas. She was able to give us opinions. So I think that's definitely important.
0: I also just want to emphasize, and this goes back to choices. This goes to opportunities that, Players have the opportunity. You have the opportunity where you didn't just have to go overseas. Yeah. There were opportunities to stay here and do this and build. And so, again, I think we are just beginning to see the way in which that works. So before we go, though, I want you to take me through. What are you visualizing for 2024? What are the number one, number two goals? And and are you a visualization person? Do you let yourself think in those ways in order to get to where you accomplish your dreams?
1: Absolutely. I definitely am. I write, I write down uh, my goals. I pray over them no matter what. And honestly, looking forward to this upcoming season. I just think that we're going to be, we're going to be amazing. I think that we're, we're going to be a really special group. Um, our goal is always to make the playoffs. And I think we'll definitely be able to accomplish that in Jesus name. We will. And it's just going to be a lot of hard work, but it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. And my goal is just continue to dominate, be consistent, and, um, bring new stuff to my game by the time I come back. And so I'm, I'm excited for what it's gonna look like in 2024.
0: Well, I have been quite clear on this program that this is clearly the direction the Indiana Fever are going. Uh, that is because as much as anyone of Aaliyah Boston. Aliyah, a pleasure always chatting with you. Cannot wait to continue to catalog the ways in which you are making history. To our listeners, thank you always for being part of what we do. Every single day, we will, of course, be back with you tomorrow. And again, six days a week, every week here at Locked On Women's Basketball. Until then, I'm Howard McDowell wishing all of you a wonderful Wednesday. for the win.
1: Good! You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball.